Welcome to Mentoring the Next Podcast. I'm your host, Susanna Bowden, and I'm working to amplify the need for mentoring through education, championship, and storytelling. On this podcast, you're going to hear from a variety of professionals who tell their story and share about the mentors who helped them pave the way in their life and industry. Together, we will throw it back to how they got started, talk about the now, and see how they're paying it forward by mentoring the next. Alrighty, so today I'm sitting down with Lisa Payne, who is the Assistant Director of Legacy Ministries, and she's the founder and board president of Juniper Arts Academy, and she's really just a community advocate who wants the world to be a better place, especially here in Wichita, Kansas. So, welcome. Hello. Hi. So, like, we're going to kind of get to know you a little bit more throughout the podcast, but could you kind of talk about... A little bit more about what you do and how you help people. Sure. Intro. Yes. Um, Yeah, I work at Legacy Ministries full-time, and um, that's an employment readiness program and just youth development program for local youth who are just coming from hard places, whether that's cycles of poverty, foster care, um, just they're going through a hard spot in high school. and my main job is really setting them up for success through our program and then beyond. And so I do a lot of coaching with them. I do a lot of um, support with their staff, making sure their staff has the resources they need, um, and really just providing accommodations for whatever that youth is needing to be successful. Um, and then, yeah, with Jamper Arts Academy, that's been a whole journey the last <laughs> couple years. And... Um, I've, I've been doing a lot of work right now in the programming area with that and getting mm-hmm. some music lessons going with local foster care youth. And um, that has been a really, really beautiful experience, getting to work with the board and having it. And you were on the, um, the, the, task, the task force, the, yeah. the original dream board <laughs> that we had that was, I mean, it literally was just a dream right. that we were forming it into something. Yeah. And you and I have really walked that journey from, hey, I have this idea to, okay, we have students that are enrolled in our program. I really felt like I was just, like, walking on the cloud next to Like, it was cool. And because of my involvement in Rise Up for Youth and stuff, you, for some reason, thought I was capable. Uh, you are. <laughs> Holy cow. Just kidding. Um, but she reached out when she wanted to start putting some action into her dream of Juniper Arts Academy. And, like, it's crazy because last year, in August, we started the task force. That's nuts. In I feel like it's been 2020. In the thick of COVID. Yeah. We I mean, we didn't even know if we'd ever, like, we didn't know when we'd be able to start. Like, there was Honestly, no, like, yeah, we date. were like, we want to do this thing, and we're just going to make it happen. And yeah. we had this task force, and then uh, it met over Zoom, like, the entire time. So I'm pretty sure... Like, yeah. Cause I didn't meet any other board members yeah. until this summer. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? And I remember we started our when we were talking about how we want to design the program. We started by planning a COVID version. Oh my gosh! Do you yes, remember that? We like version. yeah. And I think that's a big strength we have actually now is we already have like we're brand new. Right. We just started, but we have all these like alternate plans. Yeah. For like 
Like, this is how happens. if COVID ever, like, not if COVID ever comes back, because she's still here. <laughs> but, um, if, if virtual learning But if there's an outbreak again, or whatever, you know, right. like, we can still keep doing that. Like, that gives us the ability yeah. to pivot on, um, like, we're already prepared. Yeah. So I'm glad that, like... As much as we can be, I guess. Whatever curveball comes next. But yeah. you are all the things, and Juniper is popping. And, um... Legacy. Yeah. You work with a lot of young people. And are all of them, like, students? Are they in school? Who do you work with at Legacy? So they're ages 14 to 18. So we don't determine whether or not they're in school. Okay. Some kids who might graduate early. Some yeah. kids have just graduated. Um, and, yeah, they're employed with us. So they get paid to be um, in the program. And, yeah, I do a lot of youth development workshops with them. I recruit community members. And we do success plans with them. We help them learn to set and achieve goals. Um, and I love it. I love it. I, I do a lot of... Uh, just kind of coaching them on on breaking the cycles from really small cycles to like the bigger ones and um, yeah these kids are amazing I've always said the kids that we work with are some of the best kids I've ever met who are going through some of the worst things we've ever heard of and they are more resilient I think than than I even know, and I get to work with them all the time, and I love them. Like, they are just, I think they're game changers. Yeah. I mean, what they're overcoming and what they're doing, I'm so proud of them. I'm inspired by them. I just hope that I'm an inspiration to them, too. <laughs> okay, so you're talking about, like, these kids who are kind of learning and employed by you guys, and um, what about you? Like, when you were young, what did you want to do? Did you think that you would be starting a nonprofit? Did you think that you'd even be working in a um, Wanted to be a figure skater, first of all. Hello. That was amazing. Uh, didn't come true. <laughs> but, no, I remember um, I've always loved, I've always been very artistic and very musical. Um, and I did theater a lot. Um, and, and I remember, you know, the conversation that your parents have with you when you're in high school and like, what are you doing when you grow up and stuff? And and I remember not really knowing what it was. And I, this is what's, what's wild. I remember this conversation in the car and I was talking to my dad and I said, you know, I'm not quite sure what it is that this job would be, but I want to do theater with kids who don't typically get access to it. I love And then, I know, isn't that wild? And so my original, like, direction was to do education. So I was like, I'd studied education for a long time. And then the semester before I student taught, I learned about the nonprofit world in its entirety. And I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. <laughs> I like that. So, who are some of those people in your life that kind of like walked by your side? Um, not in Juniper, but like, who are some of the mentors that you would like point out? My teacher, Lisa Phillips, is a huge 
mentor for me, and still is. Um, she She's the first person who really made me feel like I can do things that I really don't think I can do. Um, so she is so small. It seems so small now, but at the moment it was a really big deal. Um, she was having me do physics. So I was homeschooled, okay. but I, I I went to school with her, and she had a daughter my age, and so I had a classmate, kind of. So she wanted me to do physics, but I had already done my science credits, and I'm terrible at math and science, and so I wanted to, to quit, because physics is like, so hard. It's so hard, guys. I could cry right now thinking about it. It's very difficult. Um, but I told her, I was like, hey, I, I like already have my science credits, I'm going to piece out of this, but I'll keep doing all the other stuff. And, you know, she said it in a much nicer way, but really she was like, you know, if you want to do school with us, like, you need to finish this. And, and I remember I would, like, sit at the table and she would give me a physics test, and, and I would just immediately start crying. I had really bad anxiety in high school. I didn't know it was anxiety. Now I know it was, but I didn't know then. And she would just sit at the table with me, and like coach me and be like, hey, you know, you know what this is. Like, just go back to this one thing, focus on the one thing. And she would just guide me through it. And I passed somehow, like physics. And it seems so small, right? Because I'm thinking back to high school and a subject and all these things. But beyond that, I mean, she coached me through so many hard things going on in my life in high school. And it was that same kind of method of like, hey, if you want to get here, you need to do this hard part. And and, she, and equipping me to do it, right? She wasn't just like, well, do it. And I'm going to just like let you right. fail if you fail. Like She was like, I'm not going to let you fail. Yeah. She never made me do it alone. And, and that was the same thing in life. You know, she never made me do go through all that hard stuff alone. But she showed me that I can do it. Yeah. Right? Like Brene Brown has a quote that says, you know, we don't, I'm going to paraphrase it, but it's like, we don't have to do all of this alone. We're never meant to. Yeah. And I think she like showed me that. Like she was like, yeah, she was, she really like, I love her. Okay. So. Anyone else in your life that kind of hurt? Yeah. Like, these are my people. Yeah. Um, Dr. Charles Parker is another one. Um, he was a, my theater professor in college. And, um, yeah, I went to friends. And he, I don't know, ever since, I mean, he, he was the, the main recruiter when I was in high school. And, and in college, I did a lot of, as everyone in college, I feel like, does, just kind of exploring who I am and what I want to do and what I want to be in the community. And oh gosh, I can't imagine. I can't. I can't tell you the amount of times I like cried in his office, just, just like questioning everything. And he is so calm and so like personable and kind. And I remember this this one time I, you know, I had studied education for four years, and I decided I wanted to not complete my ed degree and just get my English and theater degrees. Um, and I was sitting there and, and I was just crying. And I told him I was like, I feel like I wasted my time and um, like, am I going to disappoint people? And 
all these things and, and he looked at me and he was like he said you're going to be a teacher right. he's like all this knowledge you have in the last four years is not leaving because you're not going to have a degree in it right. he's like you're going to teach and, and that's what different yeah like, traditional I'm a teacher <laughs> yeah and I think like I mean, that's, again seems like a really small example but I think that shows that mentorship is not these big meetings and these big coaching sessions yeah it's like all these little choices that these adults made in my life to see me and affirm something in me that I didn't see yet made such a big impact in my life and I think about that now like I I trust my knowledge now and I I trust myself a bit more because of Mrs. Phillips and Dr. Parker. So I, I really like this question because everyone can have a different answer when I ask it. But when you look at those mentors that you've had and like when you look for opportunities to be a mentor or to find a mentor still, like I think we still like are seeking to learn. Mm-hmm. What are some of those qualities and characteristics that you hope to have that are similar to the mentors you had, or that you hope something little nuggets that you hope to pass on? Like, what are some of those things? Yeah. Um, I think it goes back to what I was just talking about, maybe, in that I think the most impactful people in my life have been the constants. You know. Um, the people who the the leaders and, and some of them have been my age like both of those were um, like teacher roles in my life but I've had some who were similar like peers to me and um, I think a lot of it is just being constant in someone's life and reflecting what you're seeing in them and I, I try to do that with the kids I work with now I try to to say, hey, I see you doing this really good thing. I see you growing in this way. Um, if they're having doubts, I, I, I go back and I'm like, I see how you grew from this time to this time. Like, I see you just being a mirror to them because I think it's so hard for us to see our own growth or our own even capacity to impact what's around us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then I think just having a lot of grace. I mean, both of those people in my life have seen me at my best and my worst. And I think to mentor someone, you have to be willing to accept the person as a whole, not just in their state of growth, right? In their state of stagnant and in their state of just where they need someone to help them show up and that's their success. Like meeting the whole person. Yeah, sometimes mentorship for me just means I need someone to be here. Yeah, I mean, I need you to say anything. Yeah, I just need a person. Yeah, and it's just like nice. The other day, a kid I was working with was having a real hard time, and he's usually pretty talkative. And I, I asked, you know, hey, what's going on? And you know, they weren't really saying anything. And I just sat. Yeah, I just sat. Because I was like, okay, he needs to know that I'm not dependent on a dancer in a conversation to, like, be present, you know? Yeah. And, and then, you know, a little bit later, like, you have, like, no expectations for them yet. Yeah. I want them to succeed today. Right. And, and, and whatever tomorrow. that means. 
and because success yeah. is different every day for me at least. Yeah. And I definitely I like how you say succeed today because I saw like a TikTok or quote I don't remember that was talking about how like stop worrying about tomorrow. Just make sure you get through today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to remind myself that that's a necessary thing. Because sometimes we focus too hard on the future. Yeah. And um, we're not present. Yeah. So, um, let's look at it now. Right now, we, you, I, I say we, just because, lol. <laughs> um, right now, you are at Legacy. You're at Juniper. You're helping out with a nonprofit chamber. You're doing a lot. Who would you say are some of those people who have been guiding you and helping you make good decisions or not helping you make good decisions but like helping you weigh those decisions and things like that right now yeah um my mom for sure <laughs> she is she's, I mean she's been my lifeline I feel like the last couple years with the COVID crisis and then I was finishing my master's degree during COVID and that was a whole thing and um so I'd say my mom just does such a beautiful job of, of meeting each of us kids where I have a lot of kids yeah in my family and so and she does such a good job of meeting their like what we need and then um Cindy Miles has been amazing. She's my mentor. She um, is my mentor through school right now. Um, and, oh my gosh, I can't tell you the amount of times I've just sat in her office and just like thrown ideas at her. And she just, she's so knowledgeable, but she's also so personal. And she, she's just been a game changer in my understanding of nonprofit and also my understanding of myself in relation to nonprofit. Right, because I think because nonprofit and mentorship and all these things are such personal work, it's yeah. really easy to like lose yourself in it. And she reminds me it's important to take care of Lisa, oh, yeah. as well as Juniper <laughs> and Legacy and oh, whatever gosh. else I'm working on. You know? so yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, and then Sonora Jackson is another one. Yes, Sonora. My, I mean, she's, I met her when I was in college. She was my boss, or at the library of friends. And, um, I mean, since day one, we just clicked. I mean, she has helped me navigate through some really tricky situations. And and she's such a strong believer. Um, she, she connects me to my faith a lot. Like, she, she roots me. She grounds me, you know? Yeah. Um, and she helps me. She's someone that I know I could always go to. Yeah. Like it's, I don't. It doesn't matter what it is, and she will just. Um, she just has such a good perspective on life. I think, and it's important. She's just helped me navigate some really hard things. And similar to what I said about Cindy, she reminds me of who I am and my identity, and that I'm not the things going on around me. You know, that like I am this person. So, yeah. So, as a mentee, someone who is mentored, what does mentorship look like for you right now? Like, 
What do you? We kind of talked about it a little bit, but like specifically, yeah. what, you're like, what, do, what do you need right now, like from your mentor? <laughs> you know what I mean? So much. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of what I've been meaning lately is. Um, I don't know how to like affirmation almost in in what I'm you know all these things this work that I'm doing all of it is very um, new you know like the the legacy program even is is not very old and so not affirmation in the sense of where like yeah 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 not like oh yeah Lisa everything you're doing is great but like okay is this is this the right direction to be going can you look at this and like give me your input because all these people that I've talked about are just so they know what they're they, they've done this before right. you know and I'm so new in this journey they're like, am I on the right path can you tell me if I'm on the wrong path at least if it's, you don't know it's the right path um, or that I'm not on the wrong path I don't know but I think a lot of what I really need right now is people who are going to, to walk with me right now because you know we're, we're, we're almost like in a new trail with Jennifer and then Legacy's even you know um, we're growing right now and we're and it's I, I need my mentors right now to like walk with me in that and what I'll do with Cindy a lot of times is I'll just send her an email or I'll do a quick phone call or I'll go into the office and like talk with her for a little bit <laughs> And it's, again, it goes back to those little tiny interactions. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like I, I don't personally always gain a lot from having sit down long conversations with a mentor. Sometimes that's what I need. Yeah. But mostly what I need are like those smaller chunks of time that are among the everyday stuff going on. And I know they're going to be present. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So how and we we've talked about legacy and Juniper and kinda of everything that you're doing, but how are you like specifically making sure and ensuring that you're able to pay this forward? Opportunity for young people to have mentors. Um, how are you paying it forward? Yeah. Well, I think in the work that we Yeah, yeah. Um, something we just I we just implemented at, at Legacy, which I really loved, are these success plans yeah. with the kids. And so um, me and another member on our team were both doing them. So I think I have five mentees and helping the youth identify their goals. Um, first of all, that alone can be a journey, right? right. Um, and then walking backwards with them to say, okay, this is where you want to be in a year. What do you need to do in six months? What do you need to know today? What do you need to know tomorrow? Um, those are things I wish I had had in high school. Like, I, I had great people around me, you know. I never got to put out my goals and practice how to work them backwards. You know, it's such a unique skill and something that helped me when I learned that. I didn't learn that until I was in my mid-20s. And um, 
I think that was such a. I've loved doing that. I mean, I've gotten to know my kids on a whole different level. I've gotten to help them find resources. I also help them learn how to advocate for their own resources. Um, so that's really great. And then in Juniper, you know, we we want to balance community and quality fine arts education. And I think with uh, Vanessa Riles, who did some training with us, she she said, and I think it's a quote from somewhere, not somewhere deep, so I'm going to just say it from Vanessa. <laughs> um, you know, they won't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And and I just think that is so spot on. And so we developed a system where we're having just one big group general music class to launch with kind of a tester of our curriculum and stuff. And we brought in volunteers to buddy up with like a couple students. And so in that, we've built in a mentorship piece in that the kids will have an adult presence with them who's being an example of how of participation, answering questions, advocating for them, getting them the resources they need. Um, and I've seen that be really impactful in our in our kiddos already. I mean we're very new still, but I think the work the way I've been impacted by mentorship has affected how I do mentorship. Yeah. In that a lot of it is building in those mentors who will just do the classroom, right? They're not going to come in every once in a while and check in. They're literally making music and learning the music with their kids. And then doing check-ins and then advocation. Advocation? Advocacy. <laughs> um, and stuff like that. And then at, at Legacy, it's like, I'll do those coaching success plan things with them. And then I'll go hang out with them in their workspace and like let them teach me what they're doing. Right. I don't sure sure don't know how to make pottery or coffee or whatever. And so I really that's really, that's kind of how I like to do that. And like very forward. Kind of making sure they have what you didn't have. Yeah, yeah. And a success plan. Yeah. That person who's literally walking by your side. I, did theater in high school. Or what you I loved when my teachers would, would do the work with me or would come and perform with me. Yeah. Like sometimes our, you know, if we had someone out in a dance, our choreographer would come in and do the dance with us. And oh my gosh, that was just the most fun because it felt like it wasn't just like, it felt like we were doing something together. Yeah. We weren't, I wasn't just doing what they told me. Right. Yeah. And it almost looks like a level of vulnerability on their end. Like, yeah. Or like their prior you think like a teacher's or whatever? Yeah. Because they already know themselves. Yeah. It, it can feel like it breaks the intimidation factor, yeah, I think. Yeah, so much. Um, okay, so a huge part of mentoring and I is making sure that we can provide resources for people to get plugged in, but also resources for people to uh, well, get plugged in as becoming mentors, but also um, connecting and talking to be mentored. Um, so, what are some of the opportunities here, Michelle, that you have found helpful to get involved with, like uh, volunteering to be mentoring or opportunities to find mentorship? Yeah. Um, the SCORE mentoring program is awesome. What is that? So, that's, um, man, I, I don't feel like I can speak to it super well I'm still brand new to it but I just it's S-C-O-R-E 
Um, I don't know the exact website, but if you just Google Score Mentoring, you'll come up. It's a national program, and you can submit where you are in the area, what you're wanting to, like, what your area of work is, what you're wanting to be mentored in, and then their database will connect you with a mentor in your area, like a professional mentor who has signed up to be a Score Mentor. And um, then you, you can just set up meetings with them. And you said your Score Mentor City Miles, City. yeah. Yeah, I got paired with her, which is so fun. That's it's been crazy. Awesome. Yeah. And um, so how long have you been in it? Uh, gosh. Maybe just a few months. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and she's so, I mean, that's what's nice is you can be so flexible. Yeah. Like her and I don't meet every week or anything like that, but we're in a constant communication cycle. Yes. Um, which has been great. And then, you know, there's so many great youth programs here. If you're really interested in, in, in mentoring, then, I mean, Youth Horizons, um, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, um, even like Rise Up for Youth. I love the Rise Up for Youth. And, and looking at, I'll tell you right now, nonprofits in the car right now, like, need volunteers. Yeah. And there's so many areas for you to mentor so many different populations. Right. I mean, if you are if you don't feel a draw to mentor youth, you can mentor adults through different programs. You can be mentored. You can um, be a support. I mean, again, some of that is just showing up, right? So volunteering on a regular basis in the community is going to create that relationship yeah. that will allow for impact whether or not it's labeled mentor or not right because none of the people I even mentioned were ever except for Cindy were ever labeled right. an actual mentor I like to look at those by accident yeah yeah it just kind of happened yeah <laughs> and so really looking to how who is around you already honestly what is the gap and then what do you have that's going to fill it because we have, everyone has something to give, and that is needed. And so, there's so many opportunities that can actually be overwhelming sometimes. But, again, we'll just start by looking around you. Who do you know that you can mentor or be mentored by? And then, what is the gap that needs to be filled? Wrap it up, but I want to play a fun little game. Okay, word association, and so I'm gonna say words, and we're going to say a word or phrase that comes to mind. Okay. Okay. The first word is mentor. <laughs> oh gosh, kind. I like that. Yes. The next word is community. Agreement. The next word is education. Progress. Create. Free. And now the last word is next. Gen Z. Yes. Alrighty, well, we are, we're done. <laughs> so, thank you so much, Lisa, for joining me for breakfast this morning at 
Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Now, have a great rest of your day.